Good people who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Movie Review Crew. Steve's mocking me as I talk. Episode 301. How are you guys doing today? Great. I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be back. Yeah. yeah this this has been a lot I'm of fun. I'm fine. Nobody asked you. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> also, I can't see you. So it's hard to, like... I can see when the other two are about to speak into the mic. You... I can't. Yeah, it's hard to get the timing down right. Yeah. Timing. <laughs> That's the punchline to the joke that he didn't say. Jesus. What's the key to a good joke? Timing. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, Mike. Job, Mike. What is it? <laughs> hmm. We have a great show for you guys. <laughs> About a half hour in, he's just going to say, Timing! <laughs> We have a great show for you guys. You're going to get into movies coming out to theaters this fine week. We have a review of The Changeling. This is our final movie for Horror Month. I know yep. it's... I know it's... I know... You know, this is my first horror movie, and thank God it's the last for me. <laughs> you didn't do a movie the entire month? Well, we skipped the one week. God damn, well played. I have a horror month. I think I'll miss that whole month. Steve said, oh, it's October. I think I'm a little, I'm sick. I think I'm a little loud. So the one week I had to watch my nephews, and then last week I worked, and now I'm here for this week. So Steve went up to his boss like, dear God, please have overtime for me this month. Yep. It's Matt's pick. Please have something. <laughs> I'll just stay and sleep here, please. I mean, man, it's, I think this... Uh, to give it credit, though, this year's yes. horror month is, so far, depending on the scores of this, which, who knows, is over one full point better average score than last yeah. year's horror month. And I never hate horror movies. Horror movies are fun. I'm, I like horror movie month. Can I ask, what was the highest rated this month? Uh, I can tell you. If you remember. I don't remember. I can tell you for sure. Do just it. curious. I just know last year was terrible, but even the average was inflated a little bit because, because of, of our nine from Hereditary. So we but. started this month with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then we had It Chapter 2, Hush, The Orphanage, Anna Orphan. and the Apocalypse. The, I did It Chapter 2. I take that back. Yeah. I yeah, you on, did. I was yeah, on you that did. one. Uh, Anna and the Apocalypse, In the Tall Grass, Scream, Candyman, and now the changeling. I guess. So I don't think there was one real standout. Maybe the orphanage was a bit higher, but they were all just fairly decent scores this year. I think last year we did two months of horror movies, didn't we? I think we might have. I don't know. Maybe. And I, I think we totally destroyed Friday the 13th outside yeah. of Matt. <laughs> we watched so, a movie called Absentia that Matt gave a zero. Here is interesting, <laughs> an interesting little tidbit. The orphanage got a 7.34. Scream has a 7.32, and 
Candyman. Got a 7.34. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, so, that's actually impressive. Yeah. Like, so it was so just a neat. steady month, not uh, yeah. the usual ups and downs. Yeah. Look at that. At 300 episodes in, we're finally getting... Uh, that seven average. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a Mike thing. was right. It just took him three hundred episodes. Dude, it wasn't right. It's still not technically right. It's right. Nope. Is yes. 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 Uh, we don't have to get into this. Three hundred episodes in. I've already proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to next month. Prove it month. Yes. Go to our Thank website. You. Actually, that's a great transition. Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd jump on it since Flawless. you were. I was trying to think of how to transition <laughs> to something. Uh, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com, and uh, let us request a movie, something let, you let would like to prove. Let us request one. Uh, <laughs> request a movie, something you'd like to prove, something uh, your opinion differs from the majority, whether it's about an actor or actress, a director, uh, a movie, a franchise, whatever it is. Prove a point. We've already had quite a few suggestions, and most of them are, are pretty good. I'm excited for this month. This will be fun. I think this will be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, unless you fail at proving something and we all hate it. Even then, I think it'll be fun discussions. I think I think that's the the key to this is just having open minds and yeah, fun discussions. Me. You have to. You can't. You cannot go in with your mind made up. Even Matt on Revenge of the Sith. Yes, exactly. In fact, he's not on that one. Yeah, he's not going to be able to not go in with blinders. Yeah, I mean, he's not. Yeah, anything Star Wars, Matt probably shouldn't be on for this month. <laughs> yeah, because it'll, it'll rate everything way too high. That's not one, two, or three. Because it'll be like uh, was it episode seven where yeah, it was it five nine. people and us just backing him into a corner and swinging. <laughs> yeah, if you want to listen to that episode, we assaulted Matt live on air. Remember in uh, what uh, was it, Scary Movie Three, when the little asthmatic kid got grabbed in the basement by the aliens? And his brother's trying—he's trying to beat the aliens off of the baseball bat. <laughs> he's just beating the crap out of the Dude, poor little kid. Your your description of that entire scene—beat mm-hmm. the beat that guy off with a baseball bat. Yeah, with both hands. Yep. yep. All right, anyway, again, the, the website is moviereviewcrew.com. We have the changeling on this episode. Do we want to tease your two movies at the end of this episode? Your call. Let's tease them at the end of the episode. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll go through this one more time at the yep. end of the episode. Um, we also have movies coming out to theaters. Theaters, yeah. What, what are those, Aaron? Uh, looks like Jojo Rabbit is finally getting its wide release, and I have a day off on Friday, so I'm going to go see it. And is that limited here, or is that full release uh, it, I, I saw quite a bit of availability, so huh. not sure when it's... Uh, it, I mean, like I said, this is the wide release. I don't know if it's its full release yet, but... That's uh, Watiti, isn't it? Yep. Same guy that did Hunt for the Wilder People. Most people, unfortunately, will Ragnarok. know him from Thor Ragnarok. The best, one of the best Marvel movies ever made. Yeah. Um, also coming out, Doctor Sleep, the yes. sequel to The yeah. Shining. I don't know. Yeah. It was the, that. Is there more to that? I just. Uh, it's got good grades. There are ratings. I just. I'm iffy about that movie. Really? Because I'm of kind what? of into it. Because. It's the same guy that made Hush. He's a good director. It's the same guy that made Haunting of Hill House. Which was directed very, like very show, well. Or that movie, You Hush. didn't like some of the 
characters and or actors. I didn't or like actresses. the show. That was filmed so well. Sure. And make okay. it good. All right. For Prove It Month, I'm just going to reveal it now. We're doing the whole series of Haunting of the Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Now, on to the potential masterpiece of the year. Nick Cage coming out with something? Well, he is. Jesus. <laughs> uh, doesn't he always? Every week? Uh, no. Midway, obviously. Hell oh, yes. <laughs> How bad does oh, that movie look? Oh, great. Okay, okay, okay. I will be there seeing oh, wow. that. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Uh-huh. I talked about Terminator Dark Fate on last episode. If you want to hear that mini review, go to that episode and watch it. That's or Watch it? You listen can watch to, it, too. Listen, yeah, watch it. listen to it. Uh, and that's the 300 episode. Midway special effects remind me of some of the Terminator Dark Fate stuff mm-hmm. just from the trailer. Midway looks bad. Amazing. Bad, I meant. Yeah. Like, I, are you fir- going to see that? Yes. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually, I will. Oh, my God. No. I'm not paying. Oh, to I'm see seeing that. it. No. I'm no. seeing it. The Aiders. Because I love America, unlike you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. That's the way the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, what they a- might as well say, if you love if you love America, see this movie, and then, and then a fl- plane flies past, and then they just say, "Hoorah, America!" Is, isn't that Roland em- Emmerich? Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> Same guy that brought us, yeah, Resurgence, or what the hell was that movie called? Day? Divergent series? <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> Independence, Independence Day Resurgence. Okay, isn't isn't it Divergence? Or a divergent. Divergent is a series. Insurgent. Insurgent. Yes, that's the second one. And then I resurgence. Called, I don't know what the third one is. I don't. Damn, you know way too much about those movies. <sighs> things just, happen. Just knowing the stuff. titles. Listen, things happen. And you much. watch things. I don't. Oh, man, dude, you hold on. All right, let me continue. There's more greatness coming out. It's Allegiant. I lied. Oh, that's what I said. Right, on to the next potential yeah, masterpiece. Hang on. I'm Starring gonna... Nicolas Cage. Oh, I knew it. Damn Primal. It. We oh, talked yeah. about this, where he fights bad guys, and he has a white yep. leopard or jaguar. And the, and... the serial killer's all like, I'm going to let out these cool animals, and it's yeah. going to distract them all. And then Nick Cage has to hunt the animals mm-hmm. and the guy. Oh, on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, say that with, with, with such disdain and no excitement. Yeah. Me? What was yeah. up with that? Uh, no, I, I'm coming down with a cold. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's <laughs> not the film. I promise. Oh. You have Which Fam, is... Famke Jansen, who's always been wonderful. Yep. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Mm. Uh, Aaron, what else? Also coming out. Uh, uh, should I be ready? A, a man who could potentially rival Nick Cage's excellence in his acting ability. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Is this it? Yep. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> no, that yeah, firefighter yeah, yeah. movie. Playing with fire. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to see that movie. Stop. You know what it reminds me of? The pacifier. Yes! <laughs> it does. But John it Cena does. is not. But it's got Keegan Michael Key. What were you about to say? Chance. Say it. He's not what? Vincent Diesel the third. They're the same guy. <laughs> no, they're not. He said Vincent Diesel. Yeah, I thought his name was Van. Van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brent. Also, coming. God, you talk about bad acting. This mo- okay. This movie called Last Christmas comes out, starring uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Amelia You've Clark. got the phone. Oh, man, I gotta go. <laughs> you tell us. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. You want me to go <laughs> click on things? <laughs> 
Shane said that like we only have one phone. <laughs> Do you have a phone? <laughs> like we're on a phone timeshare. Like, you <laughs> you pass it over here. I'll tell you. <laughs> We got dial up. You got the phone, man. Hang up. I'm on the other line. <laughs> anyway, it was Amelia Clark. Oh yeah, in her, her Christmas rom com. Oh god, she's bad. That looks terrible. Who wow. else is in it? Who's the guy? Henry Golding. You've got the phone. <laughs> Henry Golding. He's been in some crazy rich Asians. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I have not. But no, I know not he you. Was in it, sure have. Oh yep. boy, Shane's seen every okay, but movie to be that's fair, come out that's bad. Everyone has seen that, so <laughs> well, everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, like that movie. One fourth of the no, people yeah, in this room have made seen it. A billion dollars. Yeah, so everyone has seen that. Anyway, also Shia LaBeef coming out with a movie called Honey Boy. That's kind of like a oh, semi biographical. I'm, I'm starting to wonder how is he still getting roles? You ever seen the Peanut Butter Falcon? Uh, no, Best movie of the year. Legitimately. Good. I yeah, but some of his antics, like nobody's been a while. It's been a while. He just I, I there what was I watching? There was a really, really interesting interview. Uh I don't think it was a full documentary, maybe just an interview. Um he's really one, he's just an in- interesting dude, but he has kind of turned himself around. He spends a lot of his time he has a Making community theater videos. uh somewhere I think in New York or LA where just people from anybody from the streets can come and just be a part of this theater and it's just promoting the arts within people that aren't typically sure that type of crowd or yeah. don't have access to that type of thing he he's not as weird he he's kind of figured things out he's still kind of out there but he's very he's an interesting dude yeah you know who else does something similar to that uh Kylo Ren what is his name Oh, does he? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah, okay. yeah doesn't I think he does uh, like rehabilitation stuff. Yeah, Marines for uh, Marines. Oh, he yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah, in right. his TED talk. Yeah, that's that's right. That's what yeah. I saw. He uh, and he had one of his, his guys come and tell a story. Yeah, he that did was a pretty he, good story. He does his own thing, and it's like help to transition Marines into the workforce and stuff. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Uh, last one coming out is called I don't know if it's Claus because it's about Santa Claus or Klaus K L U S. Um, mm. What's it about? I bet there's a Santa Claus. Claus. Santa Claus. Well, then it's probably Claus. I don't know, there's man. probably a Klaus in the contract. Anyways, <laughs> it stars Rashida Jones, Joan oh. Cusack, J.K. Simmons, Jason Schwartzman, oh. etc. Oh. What? J.K. Simmons? All right, I'll give you that. The rest sound... Jason Schwartzman? No. Joan Cusack? Oh. She was good in a series of unfortunate events. Well, Sure. I don't think and Toy Story. Credit, yeah. So is that it? That's it. Yeah. All right. So this movie, The Changeling. The Changeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about it? Yeah. yeah. Listener request, last horror movie yes. of the month. Um, I don't remember. Did the listener put anything with his request or just? I think this was one that was requested in a big group, if okay. I remember correctly. So I don't think there was any explanation. Just they requested quite a few movies, and this was just one of them, if, right. if I remember correctly. Yeah, this so this movie is I picked it because it's one I've been meaning to watch. It's on it's in the uh there's a, this book published 501 must see movies or 1001 must see movies. It's in the horror section and people praise the heck out of it and it seemed like my type of horror less 
jumpy idiot teens being killed by a faceless killer and more of a what Psych- I thought psychological thriller. We, what, that's what I would thought yeah. the description of it. So I I thought going into this this would be my type of movie. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, my first thoughts are there was hardly any focus on this guy's psychological state, and it it hardly it hardly touched on anything emotional. Yeah, I I had never heard about this movie before. I looked some stuff up on Google. There's multiple websites that call this one of the scariest movies of all time. Scorsese has it in his top 11 scariest movies of all I time. I saw that. It's it's not scary at all. Period. Yeah, not at all. The psych, It's not really a psychological thriller. It just kind of has a couple spots where the house is kind of talking to him. And to me, it it just wasn't a very good movie. No. Uh, and before I give mine, I, I do want to give credit to the listener. It was requested by Max, um, and it was one of those that he just gave a long list of movies, so there there was no reason behind it. I want to say it was a buddy of McNeil's <coughs> uh, that, I don't that he know. works or with. Just listener to the show, you know? Um, Shout out to Max. But I, I agree. <clears throat> this is very... It felt by the numbers, Haunted House. Uh, he moves in, and now a door closes, or a door opens, or or the lights flicker, or a piano key gets pushed down. It, it's, and then it delves into the whole. Just kidding. He's not trying to scare you. He's trying to talk to you. And then we got to figure out why. And there's there's zero emotional connection other than I guess if you care why the ghost is doing this, or what he's trying to communicate, or what the ghost is trying to achieve. And I still don't. No, I, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, we'll get into it, but I is, thought one thing and then it was like, well, maybe not. To, to me, this was a very, very slow moving movie. I mean, the first part, it drags out. You're kind of see them kind of, oh, there's a phone booth in the middle of the mountains. I don't know if they did that in the... <laughs> I'm sure I I'm fine like the opening scene is fine. I'm I'm fine with establishing you have to for what I thought would be a f- emotional psychological yes. thriller you have to establish that and you have to show him moving and trying to get past it and him clinging to the past with these objects like the ball and the But but I think the next half hour after that is very slow moving trying to set up that this house is haunted. <laughs> and, and and part of this is a positive for me at first that turned kind of into a negative. I like that instead of some sniveling little teenager or some whiny little brat getting killed and screaming, unendingly shrieking, it's this guy that... It, like he's he's just this kind of no nonsense type of guy that but and the problem is man yeah and he's the problem is he's so ho hum about everything that happens that kind of like yeah well I, I expected a lot more I, I think especially considering the caliber of actor yes he's good hey, real quick uh can I run through the yeah I never did that please do go yeah. ahead sir changeling from 1980 it's a rated R film hour and 47 minutes long horror film a man staying in a secluded historical mansion finds himself being haunted by the presence of a spectre 
Directed by Peter Medak, written by Russell Hunter and William Gray. Starring George C. Scott, Trish Van Devere, Melvin Douglas. Yep, that's it. Okay. The film on Rotten Tomatoes gets 82% from critics with a score of 7.56 out of 10. Audience score of 79%, giving it a 7.4? That's not right. (laughs) Didn't sound too confident. (laughs) Who taught you math? Seven. God. (laughs) 7.8. Okay. 7.8. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So anyway, like we were saying, oh. George C. Scott is uh, you good? Just uh, your math is killing me. <laughs> that, was, that was something else. He he was an Oscar winner, isn't he? he? Is, yeah, for, for Patton. Patton. Yeah. yeah, and he's very good. And he he plays this usually that plays this kind of no nonsense, gruff kind of guy. And in this situation, we're being told he's a music composer, which fine enough. But the the situation he's thrown into, you would think would kind of cause a stir, but he handles everything without a second thought, without the single bit of fear or, or well, emotion associated with it. And that's that's the thing is is not it's not even necessarily the lack of fear because nothing that happened it, no. was, it was eerie, but nothing was especially terrifying nope. or or would make him fear for his safety in any way it was just minor things oddities yeah, happening noises yes. and, and so uh, the lack of fear but i was really like you said earlier I, I was really hoping that one of two things would happen either um the spirit or ghost or whatever it is would play on his tragedy to to get some sort of rise out of him or or push him to do something or it would have, or the the horror or the terrors would be more psychologically linked to the tragedy. I, I hoped in some way that the tragedy would play a part in the horrors going on. It had nothing reality, to do with yeah, what we were seeing. It, there was no reason for him to even have had a daughter and a wife, other than uh, we get the red ball bouncing on the stairs at one point, but that... There was no emotional impact when you had what I thought was a brilliant setup for an emotional impact, and it, it amounted to nothing. And that was, I think, the most disappointing thing. And, oh, absolutely, because that's the whole reason I picked it. Uh, uh, what I thought would be an emotional, psychological thriller with a uh, high-caliber actor. And there's a couple scenes in this movie where they... I know you hate them in scary movies, is jump scares. Yeah. Where the, the glass breaks, and he like. Like, it's out of nowhere, and you're kind of just like, oh. But then, all of a sudden, George C. Scott's just like, he pulls a piece of glass, and he's just like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, this, <laughs> this medallion mysteriously, magically comes up <laughs> out of the ground, and he just looks, and he's like, hmm. All There's right, a, uh, moving on. And I guess I, I just think I was disappointed in how... It was almost like they had a checkbox of, of the things that, of the haunted house genre, and they they checked every single one, and the, what was supposed to be scared, scary. The one person that was did react to all of the horrors was was uh, the other person I can't remember the character's name, uh, the, the female, the lady, the the real estate agent, yeah. and she acted way over the top, but. 
she was acting terrified at not scary things. A uh, wheelchair. Yeah, it, it felt like <laughs> you know what it felt like to me. I, what I thought of when in Stephen King's books when he tries to make something ordinary scary, like it, uh, for instance, in The Shining, the little kid is scared of the fire hose and imagines a fire hose with teeth. Like, oh, that's scary! It's a fire hose. That's what I thought. Like, it's a wheelchair. What is, what is it going to do? Well, that, that whole scene, they're trying to build tension because she can't find the guy. And she's hearing yeah. all these noises, so she walks upstairs. Of course she's going to walk upstairs because that's what everybody does in a horror movie is go by themselves up to this well, creepy and room. And I had that thought, but I give her kind of a pass because she did hear his voice coming from upstairs. That's, so, so that's I, true. I, you're right. It, it's... But then Typical horror movie stuff, but at least she had a reason. The uh, wheelchair chasing her down the stairs. And she just re- flung herself <laughs> down the stairwell. It made me think of Scary Movie. Yes. Oh, when they have the wheelchair battle. Absolutely. Paddle. absolutely. <laughs> it's, it was just like I wanted to laugh at what was supposed to be a scary scene in this movie. Uh, and I think what hurt... I mean, there there are times where... The images on screen aren't necessarily scary in in horror movies or or scary by themselves. If you build tension properly, mm-hmm. though, things can be scary, or at least there's that sense of of dread that something is about to happen. More times than not, in horror movies, it's the build up to the to the scare or the that's, shock. That's that, why that Hereditary really was in. so successful, is because a lot of what you see isn't that scary. It's just this. Feeling of, of right. unnerving and there is tension. zero dread in this movie. There's zero tension, and I think, and and I don't, uh, I don't want to take away. George Scott is a tremendous actor. Everybody, George C. Scott. George C. Scott. Much. Sorry, pinky out. Uh, <laughs> he's a tremendous actor. I don't want to take that away from him. I, I, I think this was a misfire though, because part of the reason there's no tension is because. His character seemed so bored by everything. There was nothing. <laughs> yeah, there was one point where he came back to he he tried to talk to the senator. So the whole uh, this is we're going to get into some spoilers. Yeah, Thirty year so old spoilers. Yeah. The whole reason this house is trying to communicate with him is because uh, a little boy died in the attic, and he's trying to solve this mystery. Who was this kid? It turns out. The dad killed the little boy, moved to, I don't know where, somewhere in Europe, and came back and with who everybody thought was that same son. Nobody knew about the dead boy. They just thought the son... Who was miraculously healed. The the mystery is that the the dad's boy was crippled and, and sickly, and there was a inheritance situation where if that boy died before he was 21... All of that money goes to charity, and the dad wanted to keep it in the family. So he killed the little boy, replaced him with a healthy boy from... Some orphanage. An orphanage, yeah. So the whole mystery behind it is that this house, this, this boy wants the truth out there. But then when it happens, the house goes nuts again. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I want my medal back. Like, that's your whole motivation now? Yeah, I couldn't understand, or or maybe he wanted to kill the old man. But again, what is what is what are you achieving? Yep. Other than you killed this old man who who uh, 
maybe I, at least I don't know if it's true or not. It seemed like he didn't realize his dad did all of this. He didn't. He just thought he was adopted and, by this and rich when guy. Confronted and, and, with it, he acted like any sane person would. Right. And and so, if your entire goal was to kill this man. For what? What did he do? Yeah. Other than he was adopted into this family and made something of himself from being an And orphan. he's a senator who has apparently done a whole lot of right. things. That was the thing. It was it didn't even end up being like, oh, he's a corrupt senator. He's a seemed like a stand up guy. Yeah. I don't understand the motivation and, and, of and the that's ghost the problem. The, and even when George C. Scott initially tried to talk to the senator and got pushed away and he, he returned to this haunted house, the, the house goes nuts and the doors slam. Even even his character's like, what the hell do you want? F you. And walks with like, it just didn't care. He's like, I, that's all he said. He screams, what do you want from me? And then he just walks away. So I've done all I can. And he went and took a nap on the yeah. day or whatever <laughs> yeah. the hell it is. So, I mean, that's that's part of why this, the the motivation didn't work for me. The The motivations behind the haunting, the, the supposed... Uh, uh, turmoil, the supposed grief in the, in our main character is almost non-existent because, I mean, the the most emotional he gets is when he when the maid drops the little red ball and he sees it and has a flashback and it's like that's and he's in bed crying at one point yeah but it's not related in no way was was his feelings at that point or any other connected to the events going on. And it should have been in some way. It should have been whether well, the it, force is manipulating him by using that. Or, the, well, and they weren't, but he, the, the reason he was crying in bed is because he thought he's like, why is this house reaching out to me? Is it because of my dead daughter and wife? And it's like, well, no. Well, that was when he <laughs> thought the ghost was a girl. And then five minutes in, he's like, no, it's not. Yeah. He solved and that riddle. Everything. Quickly. Relating to his daughter is dropped and never spoken of again. Yeah. <laughs> There's no closure for him. There's no nothing that happens is. I I I don't know. It just feels like, it feels like, him, and being in this house, and the events happening is all completely unrelated. And at the end, nothing has been accomplished. Nothing. Nothing from a personal standpoint of that character. Nothing. The house achieved nothing. It just kind of felt the, the truth was never revealed to anybody no, no. The, except I mean, for us, well, the sure. audience. <laughs> Aaron, you were, you were talking about emotions. I think for me, the only emotion I saw out of the guy was kind of like he was bewildered while they were doing the seance, <laughs> and he's like playing it back, and he's saying his name is Joseph, and he's like, oh, he's got, oh, he's got a name, like, and that whole seance scene with the lady, like, pretty lame. <laughs> That's pretty lame. The lady scribbling on the piece of paper was lame and m- maybe the silliest thing I've seen. As far in, as seance scenes go, I mean, they they can usually be pretty effective. I mean, I think there was one in, uh, uh, what did we do? Uh, the Orphanage had a, a pretty crazy uh, yeah, type of scene that. with a medium. Um, don't the... Hell in Hereditary, there was one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was that was yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, usually they they can be pretty effectively creepy. This one was just kind of like, well, yeah, whatever. Now let me ask you this: Could this movie be a case of it being almost forty years old? No, 
There were far more creepier, better horror movies made before and after this. Like, I mean, it's not it's not a product of year. its age. I the guess Shining I just came can't, out in 1980, yeah, just like I, this. I guess I just can't see how people can say that this is one of the most scariest movies. It's it's of all one time. of the least scary movies of the genre to me. There was not a single fright in the movie for me. No, N- nor an ounce of tension. Not one ounce of tension in this movie. I, I don't. I don't understand it. I and I think most of that has to do with the mu- the music was bad in this for me at least. I think. See, I guess I don't really remember it. Yeah, that's... I remember the piano riff of like the. I guess the theme of the house was that little jingle from the music box, and they played off of that, and which that was, was fine. A, that was an interesting bit. I did like that bit of the movie where where he's a, he is a musical composer and he's composing this piano theme or real I, I don't, i'm not a music person i don't know what the hell it is he's composing this piano music and then he eventually finds this music box in the attic and it plays the same music that he had composed it, that was that was fun that was i liked that that was a good touch but that's the thing that's that's at no point did i ever feel like the main guy was in danger no the house was just trying to talk to him and then for some reason Toward the end, the house just goes nuts and then becomes a killer house or something. I don't know. It is weird. And the house hurt nobody, unless you want to say that it killed the old man somehow who died in his office of possibly a heart attack. And was or... possibly responsible for the detective death. Oh, in the yeah, car yeah. And... That's right. I forgot about the detective, which was a, a bad bit of exposition. <laughs> that scene. Like it's a phone call. Yeah, it was. There's no other cars around. Right. (laughs) How did he? It's the detective. Detective, what's his name? That was just at your house. No, yeah, we get it because he was just at the house that we saw, and we saw his dead (laughs) body in the mirror. We understand what's going on very clearly. Yeah, I got it. All I needed was that that mirror flash. Oh, oh shoot, it's showing the detective in a car upside down with blood all over his face. I get it. I can put two and two together. Mm -hmm. Let's have a scene of her explaining it to me now. And just to nail it home, we'll zoom in on the guy's face with some uh, scary movie music. (laughs) Yeah, I I was disappointed. I I think it's not a bad movie. It's not, it's not a, it's more disappointing to me. And I feel very. I don't know. It's like a horror by numbers movie, yes. but without anything that's actually I, I should horrific. I should explain that when I say it's not a bad movie, it's not a poorly made movie. No, uh, it it is a bad movie. I it's I didn't enjoy it. It's not scary in the least bit. But well, I kind it's of not incompetent filmmaking is what I'm trying to say. I cut I caught the last tail bit of 300 with you guys talking, and you're kind of saying for what the movie is, it was or what it was trying to be was a good movie. I think that you're looking at the opposite of this. What this right. movie was trying to be, it missed every bit of what it was trying to be. I agree. It missed the mark on, on multiple fronts. It had no emotional depth. Right, yeah. If you want to be a scary movie, uh, a haunted house movie, go for it. If you want to be an emotional, psychological thriller, go for it. Don't don't miss the mark on both <laughs> and achieve nothing. Yeah. Or or even if you're you, if your intention is to have this drama with with the this old cuz it is very old school haunted house type of movie. Um if you're trying to build a drama 
and have that be central and have these horrors be happening around him fine that's fine too it doesn't it, the fact that it's not scary is not the only well, issue and, and okay so i brought up the haunting of hill house as much as i didn't like the series yes. at least that achieves what i thought this would where the horrors of what's happening forces these characters to look at their own lives and deal with their own Downfalls. stuff that's going on yeah and it's this at no point did it ever turn into a reflection of his own it grief. wasn't addressed in the least bit there was no there was no closer that he didn't have he wasn't forced to confront it he wasn't forced to embrace the death it, it was <laughs> and there wasn't even tension like it was so very clearly not his fault and nothing he could have done to prevent it that there wasn't any guilt there wasn't it was just literally grief of the death of a loved one that was Poorly mostly portrayed. useless for the story that we're being told and mostly not there there were scenes where he did portray it, but then, for, for the most part, he was—he seemed fine. I guess I, I don't. Even the scene where he's sitting there and explaining, you know, it, it didn't register at first, and then it hit me, and and even that scene, there was no, there was nothing to that scene. I, I felt nothing. That should have been a hard-hitting scene. I mean, you think about. This is com- completely different type of movie, but but uh, similar circumstance. Mystic River, the the scenes, even when he's having a conversation that yep. aren't necessarily about yeah. his daughter's death, they are about that, and his emotions are about that. In this movie, there was at no point did I ever feel his grief, other than maybe what ten seconds of him crying at bed in bed at some point, and and a little bit when when he has the flashbacks. There's a bit on his face, but I, I feel like this character was too stoic for us to connect with. And it, it, I, I don't know. I think maybe I'm projecting what I would was hoping and what I would have done with the movie compared to what I got. But couldn't it have been not necessarily even tension, but tension within the story of this is obviously a grieving man. Very shortly after what happened. Could all of this have been a result of his mental state? But no, we're like from the get-go, we know it's really happening. People in this world that were like, they just accept it like, oh, yeah, haunted house. Yep. That's, yeah, no questions asked. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't. The mystery was fine enough. Yeah, it, it was, I have no issues with, and the one scene I the out. one scene I did really enjoy because they were both good in it and it was a good scene was when he confronted the senator finally and the senator thinks he's being blackmailed and George C. Scott's like this I don't want anything it's not blackmail I just this is the truth and this I'm putting it out there and and the way that guy took it and the way he talked about how great his dad was and how good a person that's impactful because, yes, both of these stories can be true. He can be a great person and a great mm. father, but he also did an unthinkable thing and killed his son. So that was the most emotionally impactful scene. Yes. Was that guy's reaction to finding out that his father killed his own child and that all of that, the senators, all of his own personal successes, most of it, at least the money aspect of it, was a direct result of that horrific act. Yep. That was the most impactful scene, was that actor 
portraying that realization. And it was it was very good. But that was also the scene where you realized, I don't get what this ghost is going for. I don't understand. What are you, yep. what are you trying to do? We've kind of been dogging on this movie the whole time. Um, for me, the only thing that I really enjoyed about this movie was some of the lighting that they used, um, especially at nighttime when he's driving into the house, and you kind of see the house is lit up pretty much by itself, the windows. And the house was very cool. Yes. It was yeah, a, it's all, it was uh, from house. what I read, it was all sets. They didn't even use a house. Really? It was just all interconnected sets that they, like they, even the facade of the outside, they just built onto a different house and they then used sets for the inside. So like set design, it was a beautifully made setting for a haunted house, but I mean, that didn't lead to any true frights or anything, no, but it's all. still, it, that at least that aspect it was well made. But even, and we, we talked about it before, I'm still not convinced it was the way it was filmed, but the stream that we watched on Amazon, you can rent this on Amazon for $1.99. That's the only stream I could find. So for those that might want to watch it. But it was, it was uh, I don't know, choppy. Like, like uh, almost like you were missing every other frame. <laughs> like it, would, it just felt wonky to me. I, I literally, I, it was, I was up early, with the baby, I I had at that point I drank a lot of coffee. I thought <laughs> I was so jittery that the scene was like not smooth. But. It, it it could have been your stream, but there was some issues with the camera work. There's um there's a scene where the camera is just like spinning in the room. I can't if it's spinning or going back and forth, but it almost looks like a Jason Bourne movie where the camera is just like all over the place and it's. It's almost making you dizzy while it was, watching. It this. was whenever the camera moved, it was weird. But it was almost like a blur effect where yeah. it wasn't very clear, and it was. But I don't know. to to point out a positive, the camera. I did enjoy the camera movements within the house, where yes. it was almost like a POV of the spirit in the house. It was coming down stairwells and in through rooms and and up into rooms. the The camera movements themselves, I think, were were pretty inventive and creative and i i liked what they were going for there i can't believe it was a streaming issue <laughs> it only happened on on panning shots when the camera moved it, it, and it wasn't even every time the camera moved i only noticed it on on either left side to right to side, or right yeah. to left yeah. panning shots it wasn't even moving down or the swerving mm-hmm. or the circling yeah. like you pointed out it was only the panning shots, and it jittered. I cannot believe that's a streaming issue. That that had to have been a camera issue, mm-hmm. and it, it was distracting. It was, because it was... I don't know what would cause that. I, I don't know enough about camera work. I'm telling you, I had to pause it and go drink <laughs> uh, two big-ass cups of water. I thought I was about to die from <laughs> caffeine overdose. I think it was just bad camera work. And like you said, we can't really say that it's because it's an older movie, because... There are a lot of movies. We've seen a lot well before this that look perfectly fine. Yeah, and look a lot better than this yeah. movie did. Well, and I don't, I don't know if maybe the the technology wasn't there because it wasn't the shiny. It was a big deal. They had this steady cam thing that that was this big new invention. He invented it, yeah. Uh, so 
that was the same year, so maybe that's the difference between the panning shots in that and the, the moving shots in that compared to this, and maybe that's why those seemed off. Is that wasn't around yet? I, I'm, sure. I'm, yeah. I'm only guessing here, but I, who knows? But it did. It was distracting, jittery, weird camera work. Which times. is unfortunate because I think the the shots were well thought out, but. It was, it was filmed tough well. To, it was tough to watch when it was so oddly, like, it just wasn't smooth. Yeah, it was. It was filmed well. Well, and and how the the camera followed certain characters and framed certain characters in conversations with each other. I think all of those things were done well. I, the the end product just didn't work for me. Uh, fun fact for you. Yeah, this ties into Scream episode. Uh huh. Scream actress Neve Campbell. Nev. Nev. Neve Campbell. Stated that the Changeling is the scariest, Nibi. scariest film she's ever seen. Mm. I don't get it. I've heard that from a lot of you. You hear that from celebrities. You I'm hear that convinced from she's online? never seen it. <laughs> That's stupid. It's I, not stupid, Mike. Right. I want you, know you to go watch. I think this movie. I still have this rental available for 30 days. I think that's how Amazon works. No, two, two days, 48, 48 hours. hours. What the fudge? Yeah. Well, I just watched it yesterday. Come over today and watch it. And you tell me it's even the it's, least it, bit scary. It's a dollar ninety nine rental. Mike, you gotta watch this and give us your opinion on if you think this is scary at all. <sighs> that you, was that was me waiting for the scares. <laughs> yep. No, that was come. George C. Scott. <laughs> like, oh, that was his reaction to the scares. Uh, <laughs> Boo! And he's like, oh. Is there anything else <laughs> we want to talk about in this movie? No, I think no, I we about it. hit it. Shane, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, again, I, I do want to reiterate, this is not... I didn't enjoy this movie, but it's not incompetent filmmaking. I think for the most part... It was filmed well. There were some issues with the camera work at times. I don't know if that is something that was preventable. Or I, I, I'm not sure, so I, I, I won't, I guess, guess at what was the reason. But the writing, I think, was fine as far as the mystery aspect. I just wish there was more something emotional involvement, scares, tension, something to get me engaged i was at no point was i engaged with anything going on it's not bad enough to be an f but it i i i don't understand the thought process that this is the scariest movie ever this is maybe the least scary scary movie i've ever seen yep truly is i'm going to give it a 4.75 so this, on top of what Shane said, this movie, it sets it up to be a psychological horror movie. Doesn't do that at all. It doesn't set do anything that it sets out to do within the first 10 minutes of this movie. Right. It literally forgets about it. I was bored out of my mind the whole, what, hour 46? It's, it's near two hours. I, I don't know exactly what. But yeah. It, George C. Scott looked dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Bruce Willis does now, where he just didn't <laughs> no, care about anything. He, just said he looked like an old curmudgeon, just so annoyed with the stuff that's happening. Like you, I, I felt like his reaction was more like 
you, you got damn haunted house instead of like <laughs> he was just all oh, I want is somewhere to live instead of being a, afraid of a haunted house. Yeah, and I just don't see how people can say that this is one of the most scary movies of all time. I don't get it. There was nothing in it that made me. Unless you have some weird fear about bouncy red balls or breaking or mirrors, wheelchairs. Yeah, I read a review. <laughs> I, I read a review. Some one of the people said wheelchairs scare the crap out of me, so this terrified me. I'm like, I guess if that's the case, it would. Yeah. What do you? What's it gonna do? Stub your toe? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be lower than Shane. I did not enjoy this movie. There has to be uh, something of substance for me in a horror movie to enjoy it. I'm going to give it a two. Whoa! This was not not good for me. You went full-blown F. That's an F minus. That's an F minus. I could go lower, but (laughs) that's... um, And you know what, Aaron? I don't blame you for that number. I, I will not hold that against you. I echo all of what was said. We, I mean... I don't mind slow burn movies as long as you have something to care about and something to cling to in the story that's being told through character development, which was the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah. That was your character development. No and progression. Even then, they, no... they were just like, yeah, remember all that? Who cares? <laughs> this dude might as well not have had a wife and daughter. No, it the way he no reacted different. to his wife and daughter getting just obliterated. He's in a phone booth and he just... he. Instead of like running and being emotional in this big scene, he just lets his head fall. Like, oh, I couldn't do anything to save him. <laughs> like, and, and just I, a pulp on the road right now. And Aaron, I will say, I'm more towards you on the horror movies that I enjoy. I don't really like slashers. I need a story, something. And that's what I was hoping. A, a movie that relied more on your emotional investment than jump scares and, and silly slasher frights. It failed. I, I give this movie just based solely on some of the good music and the filmmaking wasn't that bad. The set design was actually pretty fantastic. The yeah. lighting was good. Yes, it was. Uh, I give this a four. All right, so final score of 3.59. That's an F. That's an F. Uh, here is the final score for Horror Month. This is uh, taking out 300. We have an average. Yes, an average of five point nine eight. C minus. I think last year's horror month was something like Hmm? five. Uh, Yeah, uh, C is six, so it's it's. I'll I'll say C. Well, I mean, but you can't because it literally is not right. (laughs) (laughs) I think last year's last year's horror month. That works. I think it was five point three four, if I remember right. Yeah, this is higher. Yeah, still not great. No improvements. This one didn't help, though. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. And honestly, without this one, you're sitting at a six point three, which you could say is a C because it is. Uh, that's how that. Works. That's how that works. Yep. yep. And without my stupid pick, which was kind of a flyer. Which one did you? Anna pick? and the Apocalypse. Oh dear God. <laughs> I mean, it's at a six. I feel like we take a lot more hey, chances and uh, during horror month yeah. because we're like, man. I know everything else is crap. Maybe this one won't be. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get also, it. Also, in the tall grass happened. Thanks, <laughs> Travis. Uh, uh, so picking only the good movies that we reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we're up near a seven. Yeah. Uh, so that is the end of our horror month. Rounding it out with the Changeling. Uh, okay. Five, 5.9 for the entire month. And here we go no. with Prove It. Drum roll, please. No, no pop <laughs> quiz. 
Yeah, let's do a pop quiz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got so many things. Sorry. It's been a while. So it's smart. It's smart. Excited. Yeah. Pop quiz, asshole. That. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. This or Detective Pikachu. Never saw it. This. Never will see it. I saw it. This. Really? Yep. Interesting. That All was right. a bad movie. I probably gave that a better score, but. I don't. I, I think you did. Not by much. Point and a half. Uh. <laughs> Empire Records. <laughs> oh, God, this. Never this. will see it. <laughs> Zombieland. This. Zombieland. Zombieland. I kind of want to see the second one. I went and saw it. Yeah. It's similar, but... Better or worse than the first? Better. Okay. Then I might see it. I might see it. You might not think it's better, but... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if it's along that same caliber, yeah. I'll, I liked it. Uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Oh, bad... <laughs> First of all, <laughs> Bad Boys. Why you, don't you say, say it like, like that. Bad Boys. You ain't never but seen Bad Boys. I That's what I was going for. <laughs> you ain't I, never seen Bad Boys. I pick Bad Boys. I might just for how dumb it is. And at least it's fun. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. I, I ain't never seen Bad Boys 2. Uh, Runaway. Never seen it. Jesus, that's oh, a God. robot cop movie or whatever <laughs> I the hell. Pick that. Hell robot. Yeah, I Tom Selleck. That. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a Tom Selleck one. Yeah. yeah. Oh that. God, that was bad. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers. Creepers all day. Childhood of Alita. Never will see it. Mm. It's Aaron, bad. you're the only one who's seen it. Yeah, pass. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, <laughs> I choose death. Friday the thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. I probably God. would pick Friday. It's at least shorter and has you get creative fun kills. kills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. Uh. Happiness. Oh God, this. Hmm. Never seen it. I don't need to see anything about it. some dad uh, diddling little boys. Uh, whoa. Uh, no. I mean, and at this. least this guy just straight up killed his kid and didn't diddle him. This yeah. then. Eden Lake. <laughs> Eden Lake. <laughs> Eden Lake. Haven't seen All it. day. Are you serious? Yeah, yes. that's a dumb... At least it would be fun to watch again. Oh, man. This movie was so boring. It yeah. didn't grab my attention one bit. Speaking of boring and listener requests that we trashed horribly. Oh, sorry. In the tall no. grass? No, no, no. Suspiria. Oh. You I guys have that. seen it. I haven't seen it. I think Suspiria. Yeah. I, really? I'm not yeah. Even, there is... Other than some... some Fine filmmaking, and as Aaron said, the sets were fine. Lighting was was fine. You know that would have been a fun thing at the end of the year. Sorry, I oh, did totally cut you off. Yeah. But this, we we on our three hundredth episode, we went back and looked at movies that we might have got wrong. Listeners, yeah. at the end of the year, tell us an episode that we got wrong. We've done this in the past, but if we can give them some like time to think about this, you know. I'll what? tell you one. We already got an email from. I, I think I told you guys. We, we read oh, that, guy, that guy blasted the us. green. The green book or green book? Yeah. Just call it green book. Yeah. Okay, the green book. Uh, <laughs> he hated it and didn't understand how you guys like. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Well, but, yeah. I think he was looking at it from a different perspective, yeah, which um, is fine. I mean, which you know. listen, the guy was absolutely right. I, I wish yeah. we can give him credit. He was not wrong. Uh, we were just looking at it from its merits as a film and not its place in the race discussion fair which fair point i mean i guess when you're talking about a movie about race relations maybe it should dive into it and absolutely it could have yeah and i don't think we even touched the i mean we touched it but we didn't really go into depth on yeah the racial issues on that as, movie, a, as that a, movie as a fun road trip movie about two guys that eventually become friends i i loved the movie i had fun with yeah. it so okay so let's move on that's the end of horror month we have prove it month 
coming up for the next two months, roughly. What are your guys' picks? Steve, go ahead. So I think you're first. I had um, trouble with this. Um, just trying to like pick a movie to prove a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I thought about going um, and saying that proving that something was worse than it was. But then I decided against that. Um, I have a feeling that Aaron is not really going to like this week. Uh-oh. Uh, is it a Marvel movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I was actually... No. no! I had... When you said I'm having trouble picking something, I had typed out a big, long thing. Well, just pick your favorite Marvel movie because all, all of what I've said. And then I thought about it. Well, shit, then I'm going to have to watch a Marvel movie. <laughs> so I deleted it all and so didn't send it. I know what he's picking. Uh, Shane's picking. And I know what I'm picking. So what I... I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I'm probably the biggest Marvel fan here. I've seen all the movies. Can I guess? Yeah. Hopeful and be hopeful. Is it at least Winter Soldier? Yes, it is. All right. At least I get some Redford. <laughs> so right. already. So my my no. prove it. Well, it's Captain America: Civil Winter. War. I don't think we've done Winter Soldier. I'll, I'll figure it out. So my prove it is that Winter Soldier is the best Marvel movie out there today. I mean, uh, Marvel Studios movie or Marvel movie? Because um, Blade and Blade Two are a thing. I'll <laughs> mute you. The, so the fast. Twi- I forgot here. The Marvel Studios, yeah. the twenty-three no, yeah, yeah. Yes. movies yeah. that were in MCU. Yes. Yep. Um, okay. To me, it's the the greatest okay. one out. So anyone and there's going to have to be another prove it point in there if I'm going to watch this. Is that Chris Evans can pull off a believable Captain America, have which he's a likable Captain America. He very well can. Have you not seen him in anything? Yeah, I have. I, I haven't seen Winter Chris Soldier. Evans is? Yeah, <laughs> he sucks. Uh, he's actually very good. The Winter Soldier, believe it or not, that I, first I, Captain America was bad. It was. I was against Chris Evans as Captain America until Winter Soldier. It's. I'm. I completely side with Steve. It's my favorite Marvel movie, and I. I this would be a good one. This see, would be a see good the, one. The Better thing, than Iron Man. The thing with. I guess we should yes. save all of this conversation. I <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it now. Let's start early. To our episode, we're doing Winter Soldier. Having not seen it, let's just talk. Yep. I mean, most of the problems we've had with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is there's too many people. In the movies, like Infinity War and those, mm-hmm. yep. so it's hard. I could list all the reasons I don't like so too many, too many characters, not enough yes. emotional consequences, not enough literal consequences. Where I believe this one, this absolutely focuses right. on absolutely Captain America and all his right. relationship with Bucky. I like this. Honestly, his relationship with America. <laughs> Anyone yes. you want specifically on that show? I think I kind of have to, don't I? I mean, you can, but <laughs> it's it's not really. Okay. A big deal. I mean, Aaron, yeah, because he is the biggest naysayer of Marvel, but he necessarily doesn't have to be on it. It's just sure. kind of, I'm trying to prove that this is the best Marvel movie. Marvel right. Studios. Yeah. Sorry. All right. I like that. I like that. Shane? Uh, so I am going to hold off on, on the one that I was leaning towards. What? You got you to say uh, your pick. I'm going to. I, oh, okay. I, I swapped it because Steve said he knows what I'm picking, and I actually... Changed my mind. Ooh. Uh, so that one's going to be my next pick. Nice. My pick is... 22 Jump Street. 22, 22 Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am picking the movie JCVD to prove to you that Jean-Claude Van Damme, in his later career, has actually become a very interesting actor. And 
this I think is his best role and what most well acted. What role, are you proving that he's a that he's a better actor than people think? That, that he's, he's not a competent just, actor. He's a good actor. He's oh, very good. Whoa. In this movie. Okay, okay. Now, okay. Mike, Mike asked me, "Is there anybody that you want on your episode?" Uh, psh, hashtag haters and doubters. <laughs> <laughs> so we everybody, all have you're to all on that. <laughs> I uh, no no this isn't ge- geared towards anybody specific. Hell, this is geared towards the world. It's me and JCVD oh, against the world, oh, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I he just I might be on that one because I saw his miniseries. We're off to on a, we're off to a good start. I've seen his commercials. First of all, he was great in Jean Claude Van Johnson. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Uh, what the hell were those com- Tostinos? Tostitos chips? Uh, yeah, he also did GoDaddy, where he just uh, like every commercial, like oh, we need this guy to just come on and do some sick ass split. <laughs> what was the one he did? The splits on the semis. I think that was a semi. It was for yeah for was the it? it was for it, the like I think the Mac the or steering of one of the yeah yeah. Anyways, I. He, <laughs> We know Late. the commercial. We don't know the brand. People know Jean Claude Van Damme for his heyday in the '90s. Starting with JCVD, he has actually ventured out to do more interesting roles. He's ventured into comedy and has been hilarious in them. He's does done more dramatic roles. Most recently, this year, he did uh, the Bouncer, which he was fantastic in. Oh yeah, well, we all you guys all remember. Yeah. Uh, but JCVD is the best example of his ability and. I think it's well filmed. I think it was an. It's probably his best movie overall. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> you gotta prove it. Just wait. <laughs> I like this month so far. All right, so we have two episodes next week: Captain America: Winter Soldier and JCVD. Uh, join us for those. This is the end of Horror Month. Hopefully, you liked it. Uh, also, go to our website, MovieReviewCrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage and. Request a movie for us to prove. We have a couple in the docket and, already, and but make sure, and they have been so far. Yes, but make sure to include your explanation and and what exactly you're trying to prove, and and back yes. it up with your thoughts. Yes. Also, I love the theme that people have been putting in fake emails. <laughs> yep, it cracks me up. But also know that we literally cannot respond. <laughs> that is a problem. So if you want to put a fake email, absolutely do it. But also if you want to give us a real email on, right. as well. And so we're we not going to like spam back. you with anything. Yeah. We just might give you our thoughts if we're not able to get to your movie or something. Yes, absolutely. Or if we want to like, resp- if, you know, have a little get more of your sidebar. Absolutely. Yeah. Clarify something. Just let us know. Uh, again, that's moviereviewcrew.com. Anything else for this episode, guys? I think that's it. All right, someone on the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.